0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: There was an interesting couple of interesting articles the other day that I was reading uh, about, about um, sex robots, their demand and the impact that they could have on uh, behavior. And in in fact, uh, there was a recent survey um, and it said um, over 40% of men said that they could imagine buying one of these in the next five years. And it has some worried about the impacts on behavior on the impacts of uh relationships on um you know uh, child you know having babies you name it uh there's a number of uh, little issues that go along with this uh, dr glenn gare is a professor of psychology as well as founding director of evolutionary studies at the state university of new york dr gare thanks for joining me this afternoon Hey, Jalen, thanks so much for having me. All right, so um, I was reading an article, this article that you wrote uh, actually it's back in June. It says, will sex robots bring about the end of civ- civilization? And um, I was reading going, Gah! and then I thought I'd just ask you right off the top, will it? Will it bring about the end of civilization, Glenn?
0: Well, I got to tell you, I had a feeling that that title was going to get some <laughs> attention, so it might have been a little bit of an exaggeration. Okay. But. but uh but will it be one of these technological advances that people like too much that is too easy to make at some point that is too easy to sell monetarily and that has adverse impacts that we can't really foresee or that are hard to foresee i think absolutely
1: what was it that made you write this article what made you take a closer look at this
0: well, I was uh, recently in Boston earlier this summer, and I was at a meeting at the annual meeting of the Applied Evolutionary Psychology Society, um, which was a great conference. It's all about taking evolutionary ideas and thinking about how we can do better clinical psychology therapy and all these kinds of things. And there was a an invited address by renowned clinical psychologist Dr. Marianne Brandon, mm. um, who's a world renowned sex therapist who is working on a book on sex robots right now and she essentially gave this entire talk about this industry and about the potential implications from her perspective on relationships on psychology on human happiness and all these things and it was absolutely eye-opening um set of ideas for us to think about.
1: You you said in this article when you think about uh, things from an evolutionary perspective the history of human technology largely becomes the history of developing supernormal stimuli for profit. Can you expand on that for me?
0: Sure yeah absolutely. So um, uh, under ancestral conditions when humans were evolving thousands of generations back in the um, African Savannah, the stimuli that people experienced were pretty predictable. The food Options that existed up until very recently in evolutionary time up until about 10,000 years ago were very predictable If you had berries, that was the best and sweetest thing that you were Mm going to get Um, You know now with the modern food industry If you put a a thing of berries next to a thing of cupcakes and a thing of homemade chocolate chip cookies You know what's going to get eaten first, right? Mm We have We have used technology to sort of create super versions of things that human evol- humans evolved to like. And I'll give you a um, case in point regarding food. We evolved to like sweet food. We evolved to like um, food that was high in caloric intake exactly because under ancestral conditions, those foods were rare and drought was common and famine was common. Mm. So we evolved that because those foods were rare we now have the same evolved psychology except now super normal super versions of those foods exist you know as as plentiful as as possible um and in fact they're actually cheaper you know processed food is actually ironically cheaper than natural food and i kind of feel like with the pornography industry and now with this the sort of um sex robot industry, we've got the same thing. We've got technologies that co-opt our evolved psychology that evolved under ancestral kinds of conditions that are now being unleashed under modern conditions. And I think we can expect a lot of problems.
1: Well, yeah, you, you, you suggest that, um, supernormal stimuli, as you, as you call it, may, may be deceitful. Um, and, and I like that line you said in the modern world of humans, supernormal stimuli are essentially hijackers. They are human created technological products that hijack our evolved psychology in a way that leads to short-term emotional and physiological, uh, um, benefits so and, and and goes on to be a problem and so when you look at some of those potential problems I mean when you sat down and you listened um, when you listened to the to this um, this presentation by um, uh, Marion Brandon and she's kind of outlining all of these things did you even had you even thought about some of these problems um, on this I'm not sure how much you, you've been thinking about sex robots up until then but had had these things crossed your mind
0: um not regarding sex robots in particular i think that's what to me was was so eye-opening about this presentation it was like wow a i've never thought about this before but b she's making the case that this is you know there's tons of money being poured into this industry right now so that maybe 10 15 years from now this is going to be a highly available form of technology and c just being a you know a student of of evolved human behavior it's like she's absolutely right. There is no question that this is going to have big and not all positive impacts.
1: Yeah, when you talk about, um, uh, you, or when you think about uh, intimacy in a relationship, um, all of a sudden, um, I, I, I don't know how much mm, intimacy there would be with with a with a robot, right? Uh, it's it I, I, I right. you know, I'm just trying to kind of wrap my head around that, and and how, you know, if if we if we uh, end up having relationships with robots, then what does that? How does that impact our human interactions?
0: I yeah, yeah, I mean, that's really the big. That's the big question, you know. When when you know, sex within intimate relationships. Let's face it, sex is a barometer. Mm-hmm. Um, when sex starts fading in a relationship, that's a signal that other things are fading. When sex starts happening with people outside the relationship, that's a sign that the relationship is in dire straits. This is a technology that's going to take that evolved set of systems and just totally turn it upside down, potentially.
1: There was a recent survey that I was reading that said over 40% of men in this survey said that they could imagine buying uh, one of these robots in the next number of years. And I, from what I've read and what I understand, that it, is, um, it looks like it's pretty much, um, I don't know, 100% geared towards uh, the male consumer?
0: It, it does. I mean, that's certainly the, pre- the, uh, the impression I have is that this is primarily geared toward males who are more visual in their mating and sexual psychology more simple compared with females and their sexual and mating psychology um and the you know the sex robots are going to be just 3d versions of what you see in pornography of what you see on billboards of what you see advertising any number of of products in the world these days um it's the same thing it's going to just be using technology to just sort of co-op this and i just got to say 40 percent of men Say that they can imagine buying one of these and I'll, I'm gonna venture that the other 60% might be lying
1: <laughs> um, and then you will take, that's that's staggering and, and kind of sad to be honest with you um, you, true, you, you true. talk yeah you talk in in this article as well um, you know the prevalence of marriage and birth right uh, birth rates we could see declining numbers I mean if you have if you have a, a so-called perfect sex partner who um, you know isn't uh, isn't uh, isn't tired, doesn't have to worry about the kids, doesn't have to do this, this, and this. I mean, y- y- I guess in a way you could see why people would turn this way or try it at least or find it appealing. Sure.
0: You, you can, the, the benefits or the short-term benefits or the psychological benefits, the desire-based benefits are, are obvious once you start to think about it, you know, and then, then it kind of gets scary.
1: Yeah, it gets scary, and 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 you know, you talk about working on a relationship, all of that sort of thing. One of the other things that someone had brought up was about the concern uh, as well about violence uh, towards uh, women, women and gender-based violence uh, based uh, because of these sex robots. Have you have you looked into much on that? Uh, you know, I
0: will say that in her presentation, Marianne briefly touched on this, and that's another thing that you, you know we can think about that pretty pretty vividly you know that that um in in some sexual relationships there is some level of sexual violence and but typically violence toward women and this is a major issue in our society right now but a robot's not a person you know so someone who might be inclined toward those behaviors might you know well, what is consent. my robot let me do yeah you know do do whatever you want and then that is going to start to potentially blur lines
1: Oh my goodness! Um, this is uh, fascinating and uh, and a, and a little a little scary to, to be honest with you, uh, as as well. Um, 15, 20 years, um, Marion Brandon thought this could be, I don't know, the norm. Is is that fair? Yeah, or is that's that- that's. Uh, That's about what she's saying. There's a large international
0: conference on this topic taking place in Europe. It may have happened, I think it was sometime in August, and I know that she was uh, invited to go speak at that too. But there's people from all over the world that are essentially working on this this industry. So it's one of these things that it's coming, whether we like it or not. And so I think we need to be mindful in terms of how we You know, any new technology really needs smart policy that takes a broad view into account.
1: I want to thank you for joining me this this afternoon, Dr. Gare. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, thanks so much for
1: having me. Yeah, take care. It's Dr. Glenn Gare from uh, the University State University at New York had written this article. And if you want to read it all, it's called Will Sex Robots Bring About the End of Civilization? Um, and it's based on uh, this uh, seminar that he went to and talks about some of these potential problems. And we touched on them a bit in that interview. But, but talking about, um, uh, you know, number one, men already disproportionately represented as consumers of pornography will likely be overrepresented as consumers of of these robots, intimacy in relationships, which strongly maps on uh, both quantity and quality of uh, sexual interactions within mateship is likely to drop. The prevalence of marriage and birth rates uh, will see declining numbers. Motivation for people to work on relationship problems with within uh, mateships will be naturally reduced. Um, and he went on to say in this article, in short, that the advent of this technology may well foreshadow in many ways the demise of intimate relationships in the modern world. Um, anyway, some food, some food for thought uh, this afternoon. Um, there's been calls for banning of uh, these uh, these robots. There has been uh, calls for um, legislation uh, surrounding these uh, these robots as well. Um, anyway, thought it was interesting. Uh, the text line. i would just like to take a picture of it and, and and send it out to everyone so you could see it some of your comments coming in i see it clearly now these robots are actually the cure to most of the world's climate and environmental problems as robots take over and populations decline we will have fewer people consuming resources and producing carbon and other pollutants thus they may actually be our salvation Mmm, that's one way to think about it. A uh, robot would never take half of your stuff, says this texter. Um, Kelly Boy says, you know, it's a it's a pretty slippery slope, isn't it? Um, Daryl says, can't wait to hear the first person trying to, to get on a plane with, with one of these. Um, and then this one says, you know what? I think we need to start studying 50-year-old married couples soon before they are gone and um you know i know there has been a number of uh, studies i actually think we just talked about one uh, last week about about uh, couples who've been married for for a long time 50 60 and 70 years but i think you know this texture is on to something i think there is something to that because i wonder i wonder um you know 20 years from now 30 years from now how many folks are actually going to be married you know 50 Sixty, even seventy years. Just the way things have have changed, you know. Um, you know, I just had my seventh wedding anniversary. Um, was married uh, the first time for for six years. You know that I've always i i've said that I would love to be married to uh, to coach for fifty years or sixty years. We're just going to simply run out of time. That's that's not going to happen. Um, but I, yeah, I, uh, I, I always love hearing about or talking to um, couples who've been married for a very, very long time. And, and you know what, some, I, you know, I I think some stay together just because uh, it's the easiest thing to do. Um, But then I think some of them have stayed together despite having gone through the most challenging things um, that, can, that can happen to couples. And I think that that's pretty amazing. Uh, John says, what's the difference between these robots and more classic toys that have been around for decades? Essentially isn't the same thing. Uh, technology designed for... Uh, this kind of, of pleasure. Yeah, and it is a huge, huge, oh, huge industry. Um, what I was saying, it's one of the fastest-growing industries, um, and we're talking about uh, adult toys, um, the fastest-growing industries of the 21st century with an estimated net worth of, get this, you guys, $30 billion, $30 billion. And again, I think what, you know, the concern is when you're talking about uh, human uh, human. Uh, evolution or you know civilization it's just to it get to the point as as Dr. gary mentioned is that sooner or later maybe you're not having relations with another human you're just having relations with a, a robot so you imagine what that does for a birth rate imagine just having a relationship with a robot who um uh Yes, sir. No, sir. Three bags full, sir. You know what I mean. That uh, that uh, that um, you know is 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 beautiful. Appears maybe in, intelligent, maybe uh, witty. Never says no, huh? Why it might become an option, and why it could have big impacts in this in this uh, sex therapist saying within fifteen to twenty years. A little bit to wrap your head around.